Some of our American viewers say, you'll lose me when you talk about the CFL. But this is a life thing, this Cody Fajardo thing that just isn't going away. Called out his receivers after Saturday's game. Cody apologized Tuesday. It could galvanize the team. It could completely destroy the team, too. We know how he handles himself, and he had an emotional moment in the media. Probably done what he needs to do in that locker room and made sure he's good with his team. On the road with the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, we're second home. Thank you, Rick Regan. Welcome, uh, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. It is the RP Show, Canada's daytime sports talk show, coming to you live from the Beach House in sunny and beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida. And you're going to get some shots of the area as the program goes along today. The best two hours in sports is right here, and it's leaving the harbor right now. Uh, I'm down here in the Sunshine State. We've got the Moose in the bunker, the winner of the Jason Sudeikis <laughs> Lookalike Contest. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, my man. Hey, I got to ask you, that Jason Sudeikis Ted Lasso thing, how often does it come up? Because I can tell you that in my life, it comes up for every single day. Maybe I should ask you, how many times a day does it come up for you? I know. It's multiple times a day. And obviously, with the show being a little bit bigger, at the beginning, when it started, like a few years ago, it was, you look like that guy. That guy that drives the RV, <laughs> right? From We're the Millers. And uh, once his name became more of a household name with Ted Lasso and everything else, uh, it's, it's almost daily. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, we got, I will not rest until we get Jason Sudeikis on this program, and we'll talk about Ted Lasso. Clark, can you make a note of that, please? We need Ted Lasso on the program. Uh, speaking of guests on the program today, it's, it's a great day to have these guys. Hockey guys today, Andrew Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk, the guy that we love, call, lovingly call Hustler, Hustlerama. He'll be with us from the Slurpee Capital. And uh, the captain of God's team, the Regina Pats, Logan Nyhoff, will be with us later on in hour two. And before we get to the biggest news of the day, I, here's a little topic that I could have thrown out in the term of a poll or a theme or a quick six show topic. But I'll just get your quick take on this before we get to Because I know today's going to be a wild show because there's a lot of stuff going on. But does it make me a bad person? that every time the Regina Pats play, I go immediately to the score sheet and see what Connor Bedard did. Because, as you know, last year, in this, and by the way, they lost 5-2 in Winnipeg last night to the ice. Connor Bedard, 0-0-0 stat line. It was minus one and had four shots on goal. And you know, the, snowf the snowflakes are like, oh, but that's not fair to the other 19 players. And it's like, I don't care what the other 19 players did. Okay, I just care what Connor Bedard did, and I think I speak for everybody else. So I think we need to get back to being ourselves and not feeling bad about it. Here's my rant for the day. Didn't take long. Yeah, I know. We don't. Don't feel bad because everybody else across the country is checking the score sheet and wondering what Connor Bedard did too. Okay? <laughs> if there was a notification okay, yeah. from gotcha. Score or TSN or Sportsnet that you could put just for Connor Bedard, they would have it. I'm sure. I'm surprised they don't, but yeah. You get what I'm saying. It's not fair. <clears throat> We're not going down. <laughs> not going well, we've down. Heard that road so we've heard it. We've heard it. Okay. Yeah. We've heard it. Yeah. Director Jordan, can you please hit the quick six show? <laughs> and why I'll never, ever, ever go to bed at night wondering what we're going to talk about the next day because that's pointless. It's that's so. Last night, number one topic today. Driving down Ocean Drive here was. What's up, boss? <laughs> Just 
We have a live studio audience here at the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida today. Driving down Ocean Drive, notification comes down on my phone on Kerry Price. And here's the official Canadian press story. Montreal Canadiens goaltender Kerry Price has voluntarily entered the NHL and NHL Players Association Joint Player Assistance Program. The NHLPA said on a release that the star goaltender will be away from the team while he takes part of the program. The Players Association did not specify why Price entered the program and said it would not provide further comment. The news comes a day after Canadiens head coach Dominic Ducharme said it would be unlikely that Price would be ready for the start of the season as he recovered from an unspecified illness. Price is also recovering from off-season surgery to repair a torn meniscus. Montreal opens its season on October 13th at Toronto. We got a lot of viewers in Quebec. There's a lot of Quebecers down here in Florida. Let's hear from them on the comment line, on the YouTube chat, or Prairie Mobile text line 306-840-8777. If I may, I may be in the minority here, Moose, in that let's just put prayers up for Kerry Price and hope for his well-being. Has anybody thought about that? Instead of the, oh, what's his problem? What's he addicted to? What's his issue? Because there's a lot of that going around. And I'll be, obviously, I'm way, way, way too defensive on that because I do work as a recovery coach certified in the industry. It's nobody's business why Kerry Price went into this program. However, you know that that's what everybody's going to ask. So for me, I just wish Kerry Price well. A, and B, I think the Habs can win without him. Between Jake Allen and Cade and Primo, I think they're in capable hands. And I'm not done on this, but that's my initial thoughts. What are yours, Moose? Yeah, the same. You know, you, you worry about the player first, and we've been in that community, right? We've been in that community. We've spent some real time around Montreal Canadiens fans and the Montreal people, and I think they feel the same way, right? They're worried about Carey Price. They love Carey Price. He's their guy. I think they're absolutely capable. Jake oh, yeah. Allen will lead this team. They're going to be fine. Cade and Primo, too. But... You know, here's the, the, we all want to know what's going on. We want to know, you know, is there an addiction issue? Is he battling some mental health things? What's keeping him out? And not because I don't think that we're, you know, that interested necessarily, number one, in picking apart Kerry's life and criticizing him or anything. I think from a fan perspective and a hockey perspective, we want to know what's going on so then we can put a diagnosis on it and get a timetable for his return. You know, we heard the press conference, Mark Bergevin, they said, and, and since he's in the protocol or in the, in the program, it's 30 days, right? Minimum 30 days. So he won't start the season next week with the Montreal Canadiens. But, you know, we want to know, you know, when it's a, a fractured, you know, ankle or, or bone, or we know it's a bruise or this or that, we can put day to day, week to week, four to six weeks, three to six months. We can put a timetable on it and get expectations right now. Without expectations, we sit here thinking, is he ever going to play again? Is his season over? Are the Canadians screwed now without Carey Price? I think that's why we want to know what's going on so we can get an idea of when to expect him back. But we all hope he's doing well. It's human nature to want to know. Yeah. But it's nobody's business. <laughs> that's also a fact. Yeah. So I just go with, I wish Carey Price well. Now, I wanted that to be... The Prairie, uh, sorry, the uh, Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll question, can the Montreal Canadiens win without Carey Price? But I was outvoted. And baseball is what we're going with on the poll question today. Which is the best Major League Baseball division series? Because they begin tonight. And your options are Boston, Tampa Bay, Chicago, Houston, L.A. Dodgers, San Francisco Giants, or Atlanta, Milwaukee. And leading the way by a mile, 71% of the vote is Dodgers-Giants. It's going to be an absolute all-out war 
with that NL West division rivalry meeting in the playoffs. Okay, so moving on, uh, let's go to the CFL for a second for point two. The Toronto Argonauts are first in the CFL East for the time being anyways. DJ Foster scored a 63-yard touchdown while Dexter McCoyle Sr. and Chris Edwards both returned picks for TDs in a wild third quarter as Toronto defeated the Ottawa Red Blacks 35-16 Wednesday night on CFL Wednesday night football. The 5-3 and three Argos moved into first in the East with the win. Two points ahead of the 4-4 four and four Hamilton Tiger Cats and those two teams will play on Monday in the battle of the QEW. I think it was 27 points I think in the third quarter scored by the Argos but I, you probably saw Ryan Dinwiddie ripped his team afterwards. Said it was the worst offensive performance of the year. I think they said they only had 253 yards offense. That's a winner and I don't know. Did Ryan Dinwiddie hurt anybody's feelings? Is he going to have to come out and apologize on Saturday morning? for the, What do you think, Moose? What if he hurt somebody's feelings? Did you win the football game? Did it work? They won did, the did football game. Did you hurt any game. feelings? Right? You won the football game. Okay. I mean, the players are going to have to deal with that. I mean, yeah. No. I don't think he's going to have to I'm apologize, but I totally get it. I'm just worried if he hurt anybody's feelings because we know. wouldn't want that. It's pro football, for God's sakes. We can't have anybody's feelings hurt. <laughs> okay. Um, bit of a dog's breakfast here. Some countries are divulging their top three players for the Olympics, right? So with Canada last week, or whatever day it was, we had Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, and Alex Petrangelo. And then this morning, Finland comes out with Sebastian Aho, Sasha Barkov from America's team, the Florida Panthers, and Miko Rantanen of the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, the Czechs announcing Jacob Vorchek, Andre Palat, and David Pasternak. And so here we go with the countries coming out with their top three players. It's kind of cute the way that they're doing this. And uh, I'm just going to move on. We can kick that around a little later on. This is the warm-up, by the way, proudly presented by E-Cold Electric. Here's what happened in the show last night. Mika Zabinajad scored twice. Igor Shesterkin made 31 saves. And the New York Rangers beat the New Jersey Devils 6-2 Wednesday in NHL preseason play. New York lost right winger Ryan Reeves to a lower body injury after a first period collision with P.K. Subban. At some point now... We got to get this preseason over and get to the regular season. There's too many guys getting hurt. Quentin Byfield Tuesday night. Our boy Revo last night. Let's just get to the games that mean something. This is not what you want. Anthony Mantha scored at 141 of overtime to lift Washington past Boston 4-3. Evgeny Kuznetsov, Tom Wilson, and TJ Osee also scored for Washington. Vitek Vanichuk made 33 saves. Battle of California, Arthur Kaliev had a hat-trick in L.A., overcame a 3-0 deficit to beat Anaheim 6-3. Alex Turcott, Brendan Lemieux, and our buddy Austin Wagner also scored for the Kings, and Calvin Peterson made 39 saves. In St. Paul, Minnesota, Adam Beckman, friend of the show, scored 219 into overtime in Minnesota, overcame an early three-goal deficit to beat St. Louis 4-3. Where's those Spokane Chiefs fans? Rise up where they watch the RP show on Game Plus TV on the TDS cable carrier all across the state of Washington. 
Jake Voracek broke a tie midway through the third period in Columbus's 4-2 victory over the Detroit Red Wings. And the game you're all talking about, Nikolai Ehlers scored twice in Winnipeg's preseason victory over the Calgary Flames. Josh Morrissey also scored for the Jets. And Hella made 16 saves. Andrew Mangiapane and Glenn Godden scored for Calgary. And Dan Vladar stopped 37 shots. So I say it again, Moose. Where are we on the NHL preseason? I feel like I'm still in a glass case of emotion every single night with NHL preseason results, but I'm kind of ready for the regular season now. How about you? Yeah, what is the kickoff on Tuesday? The puck drops on Tuesday for the regular yeah. season. Let's go. I mean, you're right with the injuries. I mean, have we seen enough? Are we ready? I mean... I don't know. There's still a lot of position battles, and there's still roster spots that are being battled for as we speak. But, yeah, I'm ready to go. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm listening to the, the results, and I probably can't remember half the results you just read because I'm like, tell me about who's going to play on Tuesday. Tell me about who might be in the lineup. I, I'm right. interested in those battles. But who wins and loses? I mean, the preseason rarely translates into regular season success. So I'm ready. Let's go. Top uh, rivalry in hockey, by the way, resumes tonight at Amelie Arena in Tampa Bay. Just going to put that out there. That the Lightning take on the Florida Panthers. Yeah, I'll be watching that one tonight on the Sunshine (laughs) Network. And uh, how happy do you think the Florida Panthers are that they're being talked about daily on national television here on Game Plus? Over the moon. Couple more points here in the warm up, which is uh, proudly brought to you by our friends at E. Cole Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in stock items. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. To MLB, Chris Taylor's late game heroics advanced the Dodgers to the NL Division Series. Taylor hit a tie breaking two run homer in the bottom of the ninth as the late LA topped the St. Louis Cardinals 3 1. In the NL's wildcard game, the 106-win Dodgers advanced to a best-of-five NL Division Series against the rival Giants. Game one Friday in San Fran. And both of the American League Division Series begin today. Lance Lynn takes to the mound this afternoon as the Chicago White Sox visit Houston. Lance McCullers starts for the Strohs. Later, Eduardo Rodriguez starts for the Boston Red Sox in Tampa Bay. Shane McClanahan gets the nod for the Rays. And our sixth and final point, we're tying this up real nicely, gives us more time to specialize in the second block. Uh, Thursday night football tonight. Woo-hoo! A classic NFC West showdown. The Los Angeles Rams 3-1 at the 2-2 Seattle Seahawks Moose. 8.20 p.m. Eastern. What are we going to learn tonight? We're going to find out who the Seattle Seahawks really are is what I think we're going to find out tonight on Thursday night football. We are, and we're going to find out what L.A. is a little bit more. We know L.A. is a good team. We know Matt Stafford is found a home. How do they rebound after coming off a pretty bad outing, right, against Arizona? So what is L.A. going to do in the, in the return? Uh, but you're going to learn a lot about Seattle, right? I mean, um, nine straight winning seasons for Seattle with Russell Wilson, a quarterback. Um, two and two right now. They're in a tough division, maybe the toughest division in football. Um, It'll be a really good game. On paper, this is the best matchup Thursday night has seen since week one. Obviously, the, the, the lid lifter with the, the Buccaneers and your Cowboys. But this is a great matchup on paper. It should turn into another fo- good football game. I'm looking forward to it. I think you're forgetting about the Jacksonville-Houston game. Oh, right. 
<laughs> or, or was it Jacksonville, Cincinnati just last They've all week. turned into Any good game games. The Jaguars are in. But the, but, but yes. the lead-up has been disappointing because it's like, oh, we're going to watch these two teams. It's going to be bad. Turns out it was great. So this game, supposed to be great. Does that mean it's going to turn out to be awful tonight? I hope not. You know, it's interesting, by the way, we only got a minute left in this segment here, the warm-up for Recall Electric. But with the Jaguars, they do have your Titans this week. And we're going to have to talk about those picks either today or tomorrow. But I think that... <laughs> I think that the Titans are going to speedboat them or whatever you guys call it, speed bag them. <laughs> um, but you're following the Urban Meyer coverage, right? Like, Mike, yes. I have not even watched ESPN because I'm tired of the Urban Meyer coverage. The latest is that he never thought about resigning, even though a video came out of a lady dancing inappropriately near his lap and him inappropriately touching her with his index finger, which I still have not watched the video. I'm just going by what I'm hearing. So... Man, I wish this story would go away. It, yeah, but it's not going to go away until the, the play on the field um, becomes the story or until something else takes its place. This is still in the headlines. A lot of talk yeah. about Urban Meyer being over his head in the National Football League, about him, you know, potentially taking the job at USC or what could be next for Urban Meyer. But you know what? Jacksonville still has to win some games, and they have to decide in Jacksonville if Urban Meyer is best for Trevor Lawrence because more than Urban Meyer more than the coach more than anybody play, any other player Trevor Lawrence is the franchise that's who you're investing in that's who you've drafted that's where you're giving the keys to the city is with Trevor Lawrence so it's not what quarterback works with the coach it's what coach works with the quarterback so if they think Urban Meyer is right for Trevor Lawrence they'll keep him if they don't he'll be out we're uh, gonna turn it over to the viewers when we come back, can the Habs win without Carey Price? Is it fair how good Alabama is in college football? Is it fair that I only look up Connor Bedard's stats and nobody else's? There's a lot to get to live from the Beach House here in Pompano Beach, Florida. You're watching on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including the state of Florida. And we're carried on TDS cable down here. You're watching live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.